Welcome to the Wild Woman Healing Podcast, where we dive into the discussions and practices that guide you back to your wild and true self. I'm your host, Riley Hedberg, creator and vessel for my business and entity, Wild Woman Healing. Together, we partner to create community, connection, and opportunities that help you to release what doesn't serve you, upgrade your frequency, and expand the inherent wisdom within your heart. I'm so grateful for your support, energy, and presence, as well as joining me on a journey in this podcast in rewilding yourself. Together, we will uncover the wisdom, creativity, and capabilities that already exist within you. Together, we will reclaim our right to stay wild. episode of the Wild Woman Healing Podcast. I'm your host, Riley Hedberg, creator of my business, Wild Woman Healing, psychologist in training, mental health coach, and all-around human. Um, I'm excited to bring you another episode today. Today's going to be another solo one, um, and I hope you guys all enjoyed my episode last week. Um, so I was thinking, since I just turned 28, Um, I thought it would be kind of fun to do an episode all about the things that I've learned so far in my experience. Um, And it's going to be kind of like a mix of 20 things I've learned in my 20s, even though I'm still in my 20s, um, because I'm obviously 28. But um, I do feel like I'm getting to that point where I've gone through a huge chunk of, you know, my younger adolescent self and I'm moving more into like a different expression of myself that they say happens in your late 20s early 30s so yeah I just thought it would be kind of fun to go back and think about some of like my top lessons that I feel like I've learned and hopefully maybe this can help you in your journey too wherever you're at because I feel like the things I'm going to share are helpful and applicable to everybody So even though I'm 28, I just decided to do 20 things, and I decided to, I was going to split this into two episodes, so I'm going to do 10 today, and then 10 next week, because I know sometimes I can get on little tangents about each one of them, and so I just thought for time's sake, for my energy's sake, it would just be better to split them up. So I hope that you all enjoy this episode and get something out of it, whatever that might be. Um, I guess new things in my life going on. Let's see. So I told you all last week I'm going to be starting my um, clinical psychology program in um, the end of August. I'll be starting that. We have a residential learning experience, aka it's like a five-day in-person conference workshop thing um, in California. And I'm really, really excited about that because I'll get to see and meet a lot of new people. I get to go to a bunch of workshops and basically just nerd out on like psychology and all things self-help. And so I'm really excited about that and a bit nervous too because I'll be meeting so many new people. And um, sometimes too, like even though I feel like I'm somewhat extroverted and I like meeting new people, I'm also a big chunk of introverted um so I think it will get me out of my comfort zone a bit and 
yeah, I'm just excited to learn a lot of new things just about myself and about being a practitioner in general um, and also meet people that are, are into that as well. So that's something that's coming up. Um, yeah, I'm just basically taking this time to um, work and then just do things that I also really love. So taking time to just rest if I want to. I started rewatching my favorite show, Parks and Rec. That brings me so much joy. It's literally one of my all-time favorite shows forever. I swear till I die. I'm going to keep re-watching that show. I've already seen that show so many times that it never gets old to me. And I'm reading one of my favorite books from childhood, Pride and Prejudice by Jane Austen. One of my favorite books. I love it so much. So I feel like I'm doing a lot of things my inner child really enjoys and... Yeah, I'm I'm happy about that. So I think that's pretty much all that's new with me. Um, we oh we did get some more um, solar on our new place, so now we don't have to run our generator for like five hours in the morning. We used to have uh, to run our generator until about ten, eleven, sometimes noon if we didn't have any sun, and then we'd have to turn it back on again at about. Sometimes like 4, 5, 6 p.m. in order to have power, to run the water. So yeah, we have so much more power now. It's exciting. I have Wi-Fi when I want. I can take a shower when I want and charge my stuff and have the Wi-Fi on at the same time. It's bananas, you guys, and really exciting. So that's something else that's new that's going on as well. Okay, so I think that's it. And without further ado, we'll get into the episode. So like I said before, we'll be going into the first 10 things that I've learned on my journey. I feel like I too probably could have listed a lot more things, but these are the ones that just kind of like intuitively flowed through me. So I was like, well, this is it. Because I'm sure I can make a list of like 50 things. But um, I think that these ones are good to start out with. So... Number one, listen to your gut slash intuition. So this has been a big one for me in my journey. Um, I think a lot of us, we have these feelings about maybe what we want to do or what we feel like we're drawn to. And so much of the time, we're afraid to follow those things. Um, and we're taught, I think, to look outside of ourselves for the answers. Or we're just afraid to trust that. And so, like, for me, like, I feel like I would have like these intuitive nudges or like pushes or like deep inside me I felt like I knew maybe who I was what I was drawn to for example more spirituality metaphysical self-help environment sort of things but I wasn't trusting that part of me I was basically suppressing that part of me so I could quote-unquote fit in and get along with everybody um and it only, I feel like, led me into destructive behaviors and down into toxic relationships and just nothing ever ended up being good from that. And it was only when I started really, you know, tuning into myself and following that gut instinct that it really has led me to such a beautiful life. Um, and it was when I stopped listening to what other people said I should do with my life. And I started listening to myself that I feel like my life finally like unfolded as it was meant to. So, you know, some of those were like taking a yoga teacher training, working at a coffee shop where I got to meet so many cool people, moving to Hawaii, teaching yoga, doing my master's program in consciousness and transformation, 
my boyfriend, being drawn to him. Um, so those are just like a few things where I feel like trusting myself and, you know, logically not exactly knowing why am I drawn to this thing? Where is it going to take me? Sometimes it's just letting go of the logic and just trusting that it's all going to work out. I don't exactly know how it will all work out or why this, why this thing is meant to happen, but just trusting that, you know, you're going to figure it out or you're going to come to the other side of it. Um, because at the end of the day, like, you know, what's best for you, right? So that's number one. Number two. So in order to grow, you have to get out of your comfort zone. I think a lot of us know this, but I feel like this is a good reminder for me and maybe a good reminder for you as well. Um, you know, so an, another big part of this is just, it's, it's having a lot of fear, right? And that's something else that I'll discuss too. That's kind of a later one, but, um, and we want to stay in like our bubble. We want to stay in our comfort zones because that's what feels good to us in the moment. That's what feels easy to us in the moment. But what we do is we continue to, um, you know, shut ourselves off from other parts of the world, right? Or other parts of ourselves or our experience. Um, and every time that I feel like I've gotten out of my comfort zone, you know, for example, when I taught yoga, I got up in front of a bunch of people and I taught yoga for the first time and I had a lot of fear, never done something like that before, totally out of my comfort zone, but it was one of the best experiences because it taught me, oh wow, I can get out of my comfort zone and I can do this thing that I really want to do. Um, so if you have something like that, right, where maybe you want to ask this person out, right, maybe you want to uh, start a business, maybe you want to take up a new hobby or something, but it would be out of your depth, right, or out of your comfort zone, and you would feel uncomfortable. Um, you know, it's it's moving through those feelings any anyways, and starting to become more comfortable in the uncomfortable. This has been something that's really helped me, and I've learned that you know life is really like at the edge of that comfort zone when you're taking that leap and you're diving into the feelings of uncomfortability, right? Um, and you're proving to yourself, like, I can do this thing. Like, this is how you build evidence that, like, you're resilient and that you can get out there and do what you want to do. Because in reality, it's just our minds and our beliefs about what's possible for ourselves and feelings that are holding us back from doing all these things. But you're more than all of that. So get out of your comfort zone. Keep doing it. Keep getting out of your comfort zone because I do feel like we can get to a habit of just getting comfortable and you know, there's nothing wrong with that, but, you know, make it a balance of doing something that makes you uncomfortable and, and then being in your comfort zone. Um, number three, you can't please everyone. Yes, yes, yes. I have learned this. And especially when you're finally starting to follow your intuition, right? Maybe you're getting out of your comfort zone. You're trying new things. Like not everybody is going to love that. Um, not everybody is going to cheer you on. Not everybody's going to agree with what you're doing. Not everybody's going to, uh, agree with the changes that you're making in your life and the person that you're becoming. I mean, you know, when I felt like I was finally like listening to myself and following my own path, like there was a lot of people in my life that fought, fought me on it and were like, you can't do that thing. And I don't agree with what you're doing or, you know, that's never going to happen. Like a big thing for me was when I was moving to Hawaii and everybody was like, that place is so expensive. And it is, yes, but they were like, 
you're never going to be able to last there. Like, why would you want to move there? That's so far away. Yada, 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 right? But most of the time, it's just like people's projections that they're putting onto you. It has nothing to do with you and your abilities and what you're capable of. It's not something that you need to take personal, right? I think this is a big one. Like, you don't need to take everything personally. It's more about the other person and their shit that they're trying to put onto you. Um, so that's a big thing is knowing that like, yeah, one, everything isn't about you and like people's stuff is their stuff and they might be trying to project it onto you, but that doesn't mean you have to take that on as like, this is true about me, right? And you definitely don't need to let it stop you from doing anything. So, you know, this can be a partner, it could be friends, it could be coworkers, a boss, family, right? That, you know, maybe they want to do something and you know, they're, you're doing what they've wanted to do, but they've been too afraid to do it. And so they're projecting some of that onto you. And, you know, at that point, you have to decide, like, okay, am I going to listen to this person, right? Um, or am I going to listen to myself? Am I going to go my own way? And people might be upset with you about that. You know, I had a friend that she wasn't necessarily upset with me, but she was kind of like, oh, wow, you've changed so much. And I was like, yeah. You know, I think we're meant to change and grow. Like, I wouldn't want to stay the same person. And at that point, of course, I didn't really like who I was at all. I'm like, I'm glad I'm changing. Like, if I was still that girl who was just, like, contributing to, like, toxic relationships, partying all the time, not knowing who she was, like, ugh, no way. I, I'm glad I went through that. Love her. That was great. Fine. But I don't want to be that girl anymore, and I'm glad I'm not. Um, so... You know, just know that like the more that you really step into your power and go for what you want and, you know, start to put yourself first, like there's always going to be people that are upset with you about that, that are going to disagree with you, that are going to be mad at you. Um, and that's just how life is. If you got along with everybody and everybody agreed with you, then you probably wouldn't be staying true to yourself. Um, and that's just because there's so many different personalities, right? And so many things that... And, kind of, and complexities that go into like being a human and, and that's okay so that's a big thing is letting go of the the feeling that I have to make everybody happy I got to please everybody um you don't need to do any of that uh number four it's okay to fail so this is something that I really learned and gotten really good at is knowing that it's okay to fail um you know, I'll start in, I guess this was even before my 20s, but when I first went to college, I mean, I failed two of my classes, right? And I remember just having so much shame and guilt about it. And I didn't want anybody to know. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm a huge failure. What does this mean about me as a person, right? But actually, it was like something that needed to happen to kind of wake me up to be like, oh, wow, like, I don't want to fail out of school. I'm going to have to put in some more time and effort into this thing. And basically, I feel like our failures are lessons that teach us, okay, well, maybe that didn't work, but, you know, what's another way to do this? You know, maybe I have to do this differently or go about this in a different way. Or maybe there's a different path for me to go on, right? So if you're not failing, then I honestly feel like you're not, put, like, putting yourself out of that comfort zone. You're not, like, getting out there and really trying it. It's like staying in that comfortability spot of, where you can't really make any mistakes or you're not really putting yourself out there so that people can fail, so that you can fail or people can criticize you or whatever it is, right? Like 
if you're trying new things, you're probably gonna fail. Like if you're getting out there and you're in the ring of life, you're most likely gonna fail. And that's just a part of life. And it's not something that you know you need to be afraid of. And it doesn't mean that like you're a bad person and you're not good at things. Like most successful people have gotten really good at failure and they continue to fail and that's just what it is because that's I feel like how inspiration comes about and creativity and um, innovation, right? Um, I remember like reading this thing and it was about like the Dyson vacuum guy and of course I don't exactly remember their correct numbers but they went over so many different prototypes. I think it was over like 300 times of like failing to make it work. And then finally they did, right? And like that's the one time where all of a sudden it makes sense. But if they hadn't gone through all of those perceived failures, then they wouldn't have gotten into the prototype that they are today, right? Which is like um, a vacuum I know I love and that is super successful. Anyways, it seems like. So one thing I'll say too is with my own business, I failed so many times at that. Um, school definitely failed, learning failed, and just times in my life, like pretty much I feel like every day, right? Like maybe I had the intention of having a conversation with somebody and it went the totally opposite way of how I wanted it to go and how I wanted to communicate with that person, right? And that might be a failure, but it doesn't mean that, again, it's a bad thing. It's just, it's a learning lesson. So if failure is holding you back, I want you to go out and find something to fail at and start to get more comfortable with this. Um, spend time and energy on those that are for you and that are there for you. So I definitely learned this a lot in my early 20s and I feel like it was always a big thing with romantic relationships. Like I always, I feel like was, had gotten into some sort of relationship with somebody that didn't necessarily see my value and my worth and I felt like I was like chasing them down for attention but in reality in another way I felt like oh maybe I do I don't care but then it was just like this messy little game going on and mainly one of them was because I think I myself did think I was worthy but then I was also afraid of intimacy so unconsciously I felt like I was chasing people that weren't going to give me that because I was afraid of it um, but yeah, like a big thing, I feel like I didn't really know my worth in a way and I was just kind of like settling for these people and like wanting their attention so badly um, and yeah, you know, again, those were like learning lessons, right? Obviously, none of those relationships ended up working out for big reasons, one of those being one of them, but it was huge learning lessons for me. Like I remember in this one person that I worked with and... Um, oh my gosh, our relationship was just like so messy. And after the relationship anyways ended, um, because it just like felt like it was dragging on and it caused me so much emotional turmoil. And eventually I was just like, okay, I need to get space from you. Like, I just need to like figure out, you know, what I want for myself because this definitely isn't it. Um, and after that, I was like, okay, like, I learned something big in this relationship. Like, one, I'm going to tell somebody how I feel when I feel it. And two, like, I'm just not going to let this drag on. Like, if somebody wants to be with me, then they want to be with me. And if they don't, then they don't. Uh, and at the time, like, I felt like that was a really hard relationship. And I wanted that person to like me so bad. And I hoped that they would. 
but I feel like actions speak louder than words. Like, for example, this person always said, oh, I care about you so much. I would do anything for you. Like, you are my number one. But the actions were the complete opposite of that. And so a part of me was just clinging on to those words, being like, um, oh, wow, but, you know, he said this. So, so he probably has to think that, right? Big N-O, no. His actions were like the opposite and like that's what was causing so many problems and like causing me to feel badly about myself as a person. So that's like something that I always think about too is just like people can say words all they want but I feel like it's like their actions, right? And knowing that like I'm worthy of having somebody that's going to put time and energy into me. Um, of course, it wasn't just that person that contributed to the turmoil in our relationship. I definitely did too but... Yeah, just knowing that, like, you know, you deserve to be with somebody who's going to put time and energy into you. Um, and if they're not, then that's something to, I think, look at, right? And that's something to question. Um, so not everyone will understand you, and that's okay. So this is kind of like one that I already sort of talked about. Um, but this was a big one for me because I felt like, if people don't understand me or they don't get me, then I might as well just not be friends with them or I might as well just not say what I want to say or I feel like I have to hide something about myself. And a big part of this was like my interest, like getting into spirituality and uh, wanting to go to school for consciousness and transformation. Like I remember, you know, when people would ask me what I was getting my master's in, I would always say psychology because... I thought people, if I said consciousness and transformation, people would judge me and they would think bad about me or just they would just not understand where I was coming from or they would think I was a big weirdo because I had always this huge story that I was the biggest weirdo in the world when in reality, I don't really think I was. Um, and so, yeah, like I hid that part of myself because... I thought people weren't going to understand me and it wasn't until I felt like I stopped actually judging myself and kind of was like, you know what, it's okay. And then I could finally express myself how I wanted to. And then I found that, you know what, people didn't actually, they thought it was either cool or they, they just didn't care as much as I thought they were going to, right? Like I never had anybody that was like, wow, that's so weird. Like, why would you study that? Right? Like in my head, like I thought was going to happen. Um, and yeah, like some people didn't understand it exactly, but that's okay. Like I could still have a relationship with them and we can still get along as people. Um, and that's a big one because when I was young, I was always like, well, if we don't think the same, if we don't have the same values, if we're doing something completely different that I just don't see how we could have a relationship, right? Whether it's friends, family members, coworkers, blah, 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 whatever. But a big thing that I've really come to terms with is like, you can have different beliefs and you can have different ways of thinking in the world and you can st and maybe not always understand each other, but that's okay. You can still have a relationship. You can still get along. You can still, um, you know, give each other what you need. You know, with me and my uh, partner, we don't have, we have some of the similar beliefs, but there's a lot of stuff that we don't necessarily, I guess, agree on or we just have different beliefs or we think differently about certain things or sometimes I feel like we don't always understand where the other one is coming from and you know what that's okay because when I was younger I was always like I have to be in a relationship with somebody that is exactly like me 
that understands where I'm coming from. And if they don't, then I guess I can't be in a relationship with them, right? But nobody, I feel like, is really going to exactly understand you as a person because we're always changing and evolving. And I don't think we always even understand ourselves. Um, and that's okay. And that's something I've realized too with my family is though we can be quite different and we might not understand each other, like I can still love them. Um, and I can still have a relationship with them if I want to. So that's something that's been really helpful for me. And number seven, don't be afraid to commit to something. Um, I think a lot of the time with like our with technology and everything, there's just like so many choices out there for us. Whether it's somebody that you want to have a relationship with, somebody you want to go on a date with, friends, jobs, hobbies, books, shows. Like there's just so many things out there now that we can all look at and be a part of. And I think it's quite paralyzing. And it keeps us from making decisions that are going to lead us forward in life. And it just keeps us stuck. Um, so, you know, commit to something. Like, if there's something that you want to do, then just do it and try to see it through. And if it doesn't work out, then you can always go a different way, right? But it doesn't mean that you have to keep doing that thing forever. Um, so, for example, you know, I've been afraid of commitment with, like, relationships, with where I'm living, with going to graduate school with my profession and if I don't commit to anything I'm just never making a choice right I'm just sitting here with all of these different possibilities that could happen but I'm never actually going down that possibility to see what's going to happen I'm just staying here and just thinking about them all but not actually doing anything with it and then I'm never going to get anywhere right but if you commit to something you can decide okay well actually Maybe that didn't work out, so now I can commit to something else and go down that road, right? Or I can learn something from this, and maybe this is going to take me into another road that I didn't even expect. Um, so if you find that you're somebody that's like afraid of commitment, because I've definitely been there, or you know you don't want to miss out on something, or you're afraid of making the wrong choice, like you could never make the wrong choice, right? There's no right or wrong choice. That's a dualistic way of thinking. They're just are choices and you can decide to do something or you cannot decide to do something and maybe you will miss out on you know something if you decide to go down one path and that's okay right like I don't think we can possibly do everything there's just so much out there and so it's coming kind of coming to terms with what am I okay about maybe missing out on right if I choose to do this thing and being really honest with yourself and choosing to move through some of that fear and committing to that thing and saying, I'm going to do this thing and I'm going to figure out, is this actually what I want to do? Is this for me? Does this feel good? And if not, then that's fine. Then you can just do something else, right? But then you'll never know if you're just kind of just sitting there with all of these possibilities. Um, so that's another one. Number eight, spend time alone to know yourself. Oh my gosh, this has been so transformative and I feel like this is one of the number one things we can do for ourselves is to get to know who we are and that I think comes from spending time alone. So when I was younger, especially in college, like I was never alone ever. I always was living with friends. There would always be a friend home that I would hang out with. I would always be studying with my friends at the library or hanging out with them or going out on the town or whatever it was like. I never had any time to myself and I feel like this contributed to me like not really knowing myself 
And it wasn't until I lived alone for the first time in my life that I truly started to figure out who I was, that I could finally hear that voice. And I went hiking by myself. Um, I started to do more activities alone. Like I always had this belief like, okay, if I'm alone, then that means I'm a loser. I don't have friends. Nobody likes me, right? I'm alone in this world. And I think that's kind of scary for a lot of us just to feel like we're alone, right? But sometimes I think it's a matter of just sitting with that and and being alone and moving through some of those fears. And then through that is when you meet yourself. Um, because I think, you know, we try to keep ourselves so busy. We try to distract ourselves with other people or hobbies or whatever it is, um, just because we don't want to see ourselves. And a big thing for me was like not wanting to feel all of the pain that I, I had within me. It wasn't wanting to face some of the shadows that I had within me, the things I didn't like about myself, the things I had done, the relationships I had ruined, like all that stuff was just sitting there and I didn't want to face it. But in order to really come to meet myself and to know myself and to figure myself out and then to grow in love and respect for myself and to know what I truly wanted and to choose that for me, I had to be alone and I had to move through that and figure that out. And this doesn't mean that you have to go and like live alone by yourself in the woods, but it's just like carving out some time for yourself. Maybe it looks like journaling for like 10, 20 minutes, right? Maybe it looks like going on a walk by yourself, taking yourself out to dinner, spending an evening in alone with yourself um, and getting to know yourself, right? Like, what do you like? What do you value in a relationship or in a job or in a passion project? What do you like to do, right, in your free time? Um, so those are some things that I think are really important for us as people to consider because once you know yourself, it's a lot easier to, I feel like, get into relationships, jobs, move to places, right? Set yourself up for success because you actually know who you are and you're not just like, blindly acting from a place of like not knowing who you are just so you're not alone um so that to me is such an important one so get to know yourself get to be more comfortable with being alone with yourself um number nine you don't have to have it all figured out to do something so this kind of i feel like goes into commitment a little bit with what i was talking about but yes yeah, so Another, this is another paralyzing one I feel like is, is not knowing. Um, and there's like a lot of what ifs that come with that. What if this happens? What if I, I don't get what I wanted from that? What if I'm making the wrong choice? Yada, yada. But sometimes you will not have all of the information. There's, I feel like a rare amount of times when you'll be 100% sure. There are some times, I don't want to say that because there are some times where I felt like this is what I need to do. But there was a lot of like, Mm, ambiguity around it or just kind of like a murkiness so like I knew that I wanted to do this but for example with my masters I knew I wanted to do it but I was like what the hell am I gonna get out of this thing right because getting your masters in consciousness and transformation it's like well what kind of job am I gonna have right it's not like I'm going to school to be like a lawyer or something you know um I'm just going to school because I wanted to study this thing and I didn't know exactly where the journey was going to take me. I just knew in the present, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to study and I'm just going to be here with this and see where it takes me. And I feel like it's such, that's such a beautiful way to live life is, um, you know, just diving into it and seeing where it takes you. Just being in that mystery because life is a big mystery. 
Most of us don't know what's going to happen. Even if you plan things, even if you try to have it all figured out, right? This is my five-year plan. These are the steps I'm taking. This is what my life's going to look like in 10 years. Like, I can say a lot of the time it's not going to turn out that way, right? Because a lot of things are out of our control. And so it's just a willingness to move through that sort of murkiness, that mystery, um, that not knowing and just being able to sit with that too and be like, well, I don't really know where I'm going to go with this. I don't know where this thing is going to take me. I don't even know 100% if I'm going to like this, but I'm going to do it because I feel this calling. I feel this nudge. I feel this um, desire to do this thing. And, and that's how you'll find, you'll be able to pull this thread and figure out more things, right? But you have to start somewhere and, um, and it's okay, yeah, to not really exactly have it all figured out and, and to know what's exactly going to happen. Um, I think that's part of the beauty of life, honestly. So if you do something and you have some doubt, that's okay. You don't know what's going to happen. Maybe it's not all clear yet. Totally fine, normal human thing, and you can still decide that you want to do it or that you don't want to do it. But if you continue to kind of just sit in the doubts and the fears and the what-ifs, it's going to be a lot harder for you to move anywhere. So again, you're just going to be stuck. Um, number 10, relax and have fun. So I don't know if everybody will agree with this one, but for me, or this will be true for everybody, but for me, I feel like I've been... Um, uh, a bit of an overachiever, I'll say, <laughs> maybe a little bit of a um, high strung, um, you know, trying to do all these things, fill up my time, prove myself, right? So I feel like this is a big one for people. If you're trying to prove yourself, prove your worth, right? You want others to be proud of you. You're trying to get that validation from outside of you. This is something I'm honestly still working with, but, um, you know, it's okay for us to like, just relax and, and have fun, right? Because we're just figuring life out. And honestly, sometimes when you think about it, it's like we're on this planet spinning in this universe in the middle of really nowhere. Like, and I think sometimes we can get so caught up in like, who am I as a person? What am I doing? I got to have all this stuff figured out by the time I'm this age, right? And if I don't, then blah, 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 right? There, Then, you know, there's something wrong with me or I'm really stressed about this thing, right? But in the grand scheme of things, like, None of that honestly really matters. It matters and it doesn't matter, right? So sometimes I think it's important just to like get a different perspective and just, you know, like life, honestly, I feel like life can be a party if you want it to be. It can be fun if you want it to be, or it can be like this big dramatic, like everything is everything is super hard and it's it's the worst thing in the world and I've got all this pressure. Most of us are putting the pressure on ourselves, right? That's actually not really needed. So something that you you can ask yourself is like, what's going to help to take the pressure off, right? So I can have a little bit more fun and feel a little bit more joyful today. Because I promise you, you're putting probably way more pressure on yourself than you need to. And, you know, life can be fun if you want it to be, right? Like, do something that brings you joy, right? Have a dance party. Uh, you know, make some pancakes in the morning, right? Let yourself sleep in a little bit. Um, go to that concert, travel to that place, right? I mean, I feel like life is, it's, it's meant to be lived in a way that feels good for you, right? I don't honestly believe we are meant to be on this planet so that we can, you know, work really hard all of the time and 
um, always be going, going, going and productive and producing, like sometimes it's okay just to let go of those things and, and to know that being you is enough, right? Just being here and being present, being a human is enough. Most of you have probably done so much and most of you that are listening probably deserve a break, right? And you deserve to have some fun. And this is something I've really learned in the last year or so is I deserve to have fun. I deserve to have a break. I deserve to chill and spend um, a day, a few days, a week doing nothing and relaxing and just doing things that bring me joy, right? Because I feel like that's what life's about. It's not always about working and chasing our goals and our dreams all of the time. Um, so just let yourself off the hook, relax, and, and have a good time, right? In whatever way that means to you. Um, okay, so those were the first 10. Um, I'll read them out loud again. Number one, listen to your gut slash intuition or to yourself. Number two, um, in order to grow, you have to get out of your comfort zone. Number three, you can't please everybody. Uh, number four, it's okay to fail. Number five, spend time and energy on those that are for you and that are there for you. Number six, not everyone will understand you and that's okay. Number seven, don't be afraid to commit to something. Number eight, spend time alone to get to know yourself. Number nine, you don't have to have it all figured out to do something. AKA, you can still do something even if you have doubts. Number 10, relax and have fun. And that's the end of this episode. So next week I'll be going through numbers um, 11 through 20. So stick around for that. And I hope that you all enjoyed this episode. And feel free to like, share, subscribe, rate and review the show. And share this episode with somebody that you feel like uh, would align with it. Or get something out of it. I hope that you all have a beautiful week. And stay wild.